Love that. Good. I'm glad you love it. I do. You know what else I love? Here for you. What else do you love? Technology. <laughs> Are you right? Mm. Mm. I don't think we announced, I don't think we announced that we have a we also have a technology uh, phone case now on Cotton Bureau. Oh yeah. yeah. I sent That's a, I sent true. a link to you guys a while ago, but uh, I don't think we've ever said anything about it on the show. So if you want a technology phone case, just go to cottonbureau.com and search on rebound cast, something like that. If you send me a the link rebound, to it rebound. at some point during the show, we'll add a link to it at okay. reboundcast.com slash case. I suppose you I can find do it that. there. <laughs> John, I I haven't tried making uh, uh, phone cases out of any of the stuff on Cotton Bureau, but my, I feel like they only had ones that were, it's only like you can have it horizontal. It'd be cool if you could have it the other way too. I feel well, like you, if you ro- rotate the image, you can, <laughs> you can do it the other way. This is an interesting <laughs> idea that you're throwing out here. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. You just have to just submit nice. a new look, image. Look who knows so much about technology. Yeah, just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is this, is this, right. I, Retracted. <laughs> it's fine. Am I wrong? I, I just want so. you to be. I want you to be clear. If Dan were editing the show right now, he would redo this conversation to make Molt sound like the idiot. So just I that's just right. Correct. Correct. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh well. Good. You win yep. some. Yep. You, you don't. You don't win on that one. There's a lot of somebody bought one. Stuff I don't know who bought it, but somebody bought one already. Yeah. It wasn't me. Fuck, fuck those phone cases. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he's bitter about it. <laughs> That's right. I'm he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, where do you want to start with the oh, technology man. news? Do you want to start with the worst stuff Let's first? Let's start with the misery the first the and end. then move on to the non-misery. But yeah, I don't know. If, do we, if, we, what, do we, what do we have to say about it that has not already been said? Uh, yeah, there we go. I, I'm just reiterating. If the upshot is he still fucking buys it, I'm, I'm I am gonna leave. I can't do it. It'll make me too upset. I don't want to be angry every day. Yeah. Certainly, if he sad, certainly no. if he brings that person back, absolutely. There's no question. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the which sounds factor. like he wants to do. So you know. Yes. I uh, yeah. That would. Uh, <laughs> I, I just. You sound like no. Me, Dan. I struggle. Just... <laughs> I I know. Well, here's the thing. Again, I struggle because Twitter is a big part of my business, mm-hmm. and like. I don't have the following anywhere else that I have on Twitter. I can't just go to Instagram and be like, yeah, I'll do all my, you know, what novel about LinkedIn promotion over there. Cause <laughs> oh, now you're talking. Uh is uh app.net, mm. uh Mastodon. Yeah. What do we <laughs> what's the third one? Third time. Micro blog, right? man. That's where that's where I uh, oh, yeah. host I, your yeah, daily probably, I, would, I would probably I would probably consider micro.blog. Listen, I'm on micro.blog. I'm on it five days a week to post my daily podcast. And I look at the timeline every day when I do that. And boy, right now, <laughs> it's it's not ready yet. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's not interesting yet. But if yeah, we all okay. go, gotcha. then maybe. All right. If you do, by the way, okay. check out that uh. that whole case situation that, that Moltz uh, shared at reboundcast.com slash case. You can get cases for an iPhone 12, 13, or 14 in any of the sizes, or for a Galaxy S22. Yeah. Yeah. If, you're if, you're, if you're Whatever listening to this is. podcast, chances are slim that you're going to have one of those, but it's possible, I suppose. Man, the camera bump on the Galaxy S22 is, I, I think it's New Jersey, actually. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to understand the shape, that's all. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. 
I, I'm on I'm on uh, microblog somewhere, I, but I have not looked in a long time. Actually, to full full candor, my favorite thing that goes on micro.blog is uh, John Gruber's football picks. Um, he's done this for several years. He puts his, his NFL picks on that site each week, and he's always been bad at it. Um, which he acknowledges like that he, his picks are all often wrong this season. He's doing particularly terribly and it is just a joy. <laughs> his, his, his season to date record was something like for weeks one to three was five, 11 and one. He did do well this past week. So he's now, uh, nine, 12 and two, but still wow. flipping a coin yeah, would win you more. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I bet you I could do worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you tried for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in a uh, I was in a at work once uh, at MacWorld. I was in a fantasy baseball league, a, mm-hmm. a sport that I I actually know something about, but I also realized I don't care, and so I just didn't well, do anything. Like I didn't make any changes to my like roster or whatever. I literally like, signed up for it, and like I, at the halfway point through the season, I think I was winning, and I was like, "Wow, this is working great!" And then I totally came in last place by yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. Phil Michaels was very angry. <laughs> <laughs> my my first year ever doing a, an NFL Survivor League, I won, and it was like a decent amount of money. It was uh, more than a thousand dollars, and so I was like, "Oh, I'll do this every year." Uh, and then I never won again, and eventually stopped. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was in a, I was in a fantasy baseball league for two two or three years. I can't remember. Um, I think it was three. I think the first year I didn't do very well, and then the second two years I got second place. My, my brother was running it, and my brother got first place. I think all three times and I realized like I'm never going to beat him and I've come in I've come in second that's as well as I can expect to do and it's baseball is fucking time consuming as you, you, you know you got games a year yeah, right, right. Like, I mean, I mean, that's, like you got to do like, if you're going to be really attentive about it you have to do it every single day basically i i tried to um one of some of my one of my cousins used to run a like a fantasy league you know back prior to even like the internet days that a bunch of my like uncles and cousins played in and i tried to convince my dad who's a huge baseball fan like he watches a ton of games like to do it with me and he did not care (laughs) he did not care enough about it to do that and i was like you actually pay attention and know all this stuff uh yeah oh well he didn't want to bond with me over that it's fine i truly loathe um fantasy sports Um, yeah i get it i did fantasy football for a little while and it it took everything i liked about it and made me hate it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just more ways to be grumpy uh about football i mean this season i'm not grumpy as an eagles fan but it was just more ways to be grumpy and yeah it was not for me so i'd rather play a sports foot game a sports foot game (laughs) sports foot Uh, i'd rather play a sports video game than Mm. play a fantasy game and i don't even like sports games that much man I, I, yeah, I never got into, I mean, like, every once in a while I play like a silly, one of those silly golf things, but, um, yeah, I like, I like, I guess we, the we, you know, the we stuff for sure. But like, I never played FIFA or, and I never played Madden and I never played ba- the basketball games. But NBA Jam and Madden yeah. were two that I loved. And uh, also Atomic Baseball, I guess, on the Super Nintendo, which was insane. Like, you had crazy pitches and crazy batting. Like, you could use the, the nuclear explosion pitch or other insane things that was fun i think i played rbi baseball which was a nintendo one and um uh pete rose baseball which might have been a atari game there was oh my god there was sadly no betting on sports in that game yeah Um, but yeah 
You're listening to old people remember things. Yeah. They know what they tuned in for. The Atari 7800. They know what they tuned in for. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, I, on the on the Apple technology side, I will say proudly, proudly. I really do like my Series Eight. I like it a lot. Okay, it's a good oh. watch. You came what, from a five. What, uh, what do you like about it? I came from a five. First, I was annoyed about the cases or that it's getting bigger and bigger. But this one, it feels cool. I could feel its size difference visually. I could appreciate it size and residual, and I actually like that's it. not how you feel things, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm still <laughs> learning about the human body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rub it and, your eyeballs, <laughs> but uh, I like that its battery life is really really good since mine wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am having some charging issues. I have like some third party charging stand that I got from an online e-tailer, and uh, my wife has the same one because I got her one. It's you know it's uh, a three in one, right? You put your phone on the magnet part, and you put your AirPods down there, and you put your watch back there, and uh, it won't charge my watch. It'll charge my watch for a few seconds at a time and then stop uh, all night long, which is very annoying. So I tried it on Lauren's and it worked okay on Lauren's. Um, so I switched ours out because it still charges her older watch, uh, her SE2 or whatever it is, um, whatever the current Apple Watch SE edition is. And, but now the other one is starting to sometimes stop charging the watch from time to time. So I don't know exactly what it is. I'm guessing it's because it's a third-party thing and maybe the power needs of the series eight are greater or something i don't know but hmm. other than that one thing i really do like it and it, it has a lot of battery life left at the end of the day <laughs> like a lot 70 yeah. plus percent well, it helps it helps when they're new is the thing right like yeah. yeah right i will say incidentally i did just um this morning i watched uh underscore david smith did a video about being in the scottish highlands to, uh, with the apple watch video. altar oh, it was yeah. really good uh it's a really good video and it also just watch if no other reason the uh, the scenery um, he actually hiked some near some places that we went during our honeymoon a few years ago. So that was kind of cool to see. I like saw him leaving a hotel at one point. I was like, oh, I remember seeing that hotel by the side of the road when we were driving, <laughs> driving through Glencoe. Um, so yeah, it's really great scenery and he does a, he knows clearly he's a serious hiker and he like puts it through its paces and stuff. And that was kind of, kind of cool to watch. So it's, it's worth, worth your time. Kind of cool to watch. Yes. With your fingers. That's how you watch <laughs> things, right? <laughs> I think so. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Based yeah. on okay. listening to this podcast. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> With my feet. But I'm glad you so, like the Series 8, uh, Lex. I've, I, I've been pretty happy with the 7, the, you know, replacing the 4 from the 7. So uh, I feel like, I mean, I like that it's got like the slightly bigger screen, even coming from like the, uh, you know, the 4 and the 5 to the 7, 8. Like that little bit of screen actually does, I find, makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Lauren had a complaint. She's wearing the smaller size SE. She had a complaint about the current edition of the the Pride Band, which is the one that she had ordered. Um, because even in the small size on her small wrist, none of the cool looking side is visible <laughs> because mm. she has to pull it so taut that it's all like not underside. I don't know. I don't know the terms. But you know, it's it's all the the non pretty side of the band. And she was right. So she got some cheapo third party knockoff on again a great online retailer, uh, whose name I won't mention. And that one does not have that problem because it's I guess printed on both sides or something. But yeah, she was very disappointed with the one she got after having been very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those ba- bands on online retailers can be real <laughs> miss. <laughs> Yes, that is true. I mean, and I find it very bewildering because I was looking for, I was like thinking, oh, I'd like to have a red band. I think that would be really cool. And just like trying to find, like, I just want to buy one red band in a particular 
kind of red right like did you watch a bunch of ads to figure out which one you wanted by which i mean red band trailers thank you I did not. <laughs> uh, and and you can't it's very hard to find that because the ones that i mean like you could buy apples which is ridiculously expensive for just like a floral elastomer band i mean i don't want to spend that much on them ideally um but they of course they have the one that i would like <laughs> so maybe i will end up doing that but yeah. you you look on a certain online retailers and you can get like a pack of like 15 bands <laughs> for like eight bucks and it's like that just doesn't like i don't want all these other bands it seems wasteful and i don't know i, I can't imagine they're going to be of any quality so I have done nothing. But like you said, it's definitely hit and miss where there's sometimes where you'll yeah. get one of those and even though you don't wear a bunch of them, like the other ones are good. And you I feel like it's, uh, you've just described going to a music festival. Uh, there's a bunch of hit and miss bands and sometimes <laughs> yes, some of them are good sure. and most oh, of them yeah. suck. Yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. And again, I listen to them with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Not, I would not have put money down on that being the uh, running joke for this week's episode. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have either. But here we are. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, to uh, what else you guys want? What else you guys want to talk about? We got plenty of questions, but do you have, it sounds like you might have a topic stirred up there, Dan. Uh, if I did, then I don't remember it. <laughs> Which is how a lot of things go in my life mm -hmm. these days. Mm. I did see that the uh, Matter Smart Home standard officially launched as of today. Which is, I guess, exciting, but oh. it's still yeah. Can not you name any major companies that are supporting it and embracing it uh, wholeheartedly? Yeah, sure. Apple, Google, Samsung. I think those are the big yeah. ones. Is Apple <laughs> actually going to support it, though? I think that remains to be seen. No, they are literally on the board for it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be as open as FaceTime. I mean, no, but, uh, they, they my... literally, the, the update for it is oh. coming in uh, 16.1. All right, good. Good, good, good. There you go. I, I saw that. Um, um, uh, Amazon is saying that it's updating yeah, not, almost not all of its existing <laughs> smart speakers and displays, mm. uh, which I'm intrigued for. Now, do you think, uh, how will you control, like, will Apple continue to just rely on the home app? Is that how oh, it's yeah. going to work? I on think the that's Apple how it's going to work. It's basically yeah. any, yeah, they don't any of the... It out. Oh yeah, right. no, 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 no. Any of the so this is going to mean I can stop systems. using Homebridge. That's the goal. Like this, this is this is accepted well, that, Homebridge. Here, here's the problem. I don't entirely yeah. understand yet whether or not existing devices it may depend on where like whether your device is something that can itself be updated with like a firmware update or whether right. you need to buy a new device because like got it i'm not entirely sure whether existing you know companies will be updating like will philips hue update their bridge that it works with you know all the other platforms i don't remember if there's something it doesn't work with that was just an example off the top of my head but like you know, will will companies that only work with HomeKit or only work with Google or whatever update their devices to work right. with everybody? I, I'm not clear on that. So. Well, so Google and Amazon have both said that they're going to update all their existing devices to support Matter. Yeah. Um, which is good. But I think like at launch, Matter supports some things and other. I don't know. So we'll see. It's going to take some I think time. Apple stuff, I mean, keep in mind, Apple doesn't actually have a lot of smart home tech, right? It's basically the HomePods. <laughs> and I think it, I think it, the plan is for it, you know, because the HomePod OS will support matter that those should work fine. But Wouldn't also be funny the, if they only updated the HomePod mini and they just ignored the original, it, you know, I think they actually technically run the same software, so I don't think that will happen, but yes, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I say as somebody with two, two HomePods. Yeah, really? <laughs> Dan is ground zero for this joke. I'm just Jesse. impressed that Dan made a, a house pod, a home pod. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a punchy day over here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> joke joke about punching you. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't, yeah. Have, I don't mm-hmm. have it either. I think we're getting uh, there. Well, I th- what I will say this is totally apropos of uh, nothing other than HomePods. Uh, I will say I hope that at some point a subsequent HomePod update uh, makes my HomePod Mini. For whatever reason, when I updated it to the you know latest update with version sixteen or whatever, um, it's it cannot understand things anymore. It really struggles for like simple queries and like turns on the wrong lights or it adds the wrong thing to the wrong list or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, you know, my wife and I will look at each other being like, why, why, why would you even think like why, why is that the decision you would make? Or like literally asking at times to turn down the volume and it turns up the volume, and we're like, <laughs> are you haunted? <laughs> This is, I'm well, not, it's October. Oh, I'm it's not, spooky season. Your, your, feature. your HomePod has become a uh, spirit Halloween store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mentioning this just to buzz market my new album with Liam, but uh, there is nothing. not mentioning it. <laughs> exactly. Right. There's, there's no frustration you can capture in a child greater than watching Liam say, like, to Echoes or to uh, HomePods or to just straight up Siri on the phone or iPad, play Liam and Lex or the album's called, I wrote this album tomorrow and saying those things and have it play somebody else that it assumes Aww. you must have meant. Like there's no chance you meant this thing that only like 12 people listen to. You mean like, I don't know, artists whose names I never heard of? And man, it, you can get it to work, but it, it, it wants you to really enunciate and to really spell it out. Like you might have yeah. to say like, play the album i wrote this album tomorrow <laughs> like play the band like you have to to tee it up a bit i really struggled uh, with um I try to get to play like podcasts sometimes and somehow it always the home pod like i never find it reliable to ask by voice to for it to play the latest episode of a podcast sometimes it works but a lot of times especially because there are mo- oftentimes podcasts that have the same name so, like, if I try to play an episode of Upgrade or something, it picks some other total differently podcast, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a subscription to this podcast in yeah, the podcast app. Know. You should be able right. to see this. Yeah, yeah it's so super that's, frustrating. That's, that's, that's madness. And sometimes I'll be like, hey, play the latest episode of this podcast. It's like, here's a random episode of yes. that podcast. Yep, Nobody I've ever that. wants that. Nobody no. ever wants that. <laughs> I, I also have the... Um, I, I'm curious to know if any of our listeners have, have tried this. In theory, you can use your HomePod to control your Apple TV. And I have successfully gotten it to do things. Like, I can make it turn the Apple TV on or off. And I can get it to pause or like resume playback if something is currently running. But what I struggle with is I will ask it to play something, like open an app on the on the Apple TV or play the latest episode of something. And this feature does exist, but I find it very hit or miss. Because what often happens is it if it took it took me a long time to realize it would say like play on Apple TV. And what I didn't realize, because I think some weakness in the voice synthesis is that was a question. <laughs> and it would just keep saying it every couple seconds, like, play on Apple TV, play on Apple TV. And I finally realized if I said yes, <laughs> it would actually do it or at least prompt me. And I was like, but how would I know that? Because it was like a flat intonation. And then it says, like, I've put some options up on the screen. The options never show up for me. And it goes like, I put some options on the screen. Which one do you want to play? And I pretty much always just go, the first one. (laughs) And it starts, it actually has worked. But I don't know what's going on. And I feel crazy. (laughs) So yeah, if you uh, listeners, if you've Mm. ever tried to use that on your Apple TV, I would be fascinated to know what your experience is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Could be just that you're... Sleep deprived and I'm talking I'm talking it wrong. Is yeah, that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. 
there's there's something interesting that I've noted happening because we have, we have a decent amount separate from my work. We have a decent amount of echoes in this house, and or you echo should put something on the walls from Sonos. Like maybe yeah. dull the sound a little bit. And this is why people not tune everything in has to be okay. Just keep going. And <laughs> but so are you new here, John? <laughs> um. Hang on, I'm writing down. Not everything has to be dot, dot, dot. Uh, so the more often now, especially because like my TV is also an Echo device. And then there's another Echo device in that room. And then in the kitchen where it's like, like a half wall between them, sometimes we'll make a request and you want the kitchen speaker to be the one to play. And the kitchen speaker will answer now. And it'll say, by the way, I think I'm the device you wanted to answer. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. And if I'm wrong, if you say that was wrong, and then it says, well, which one did you want to answer? And it's clearly doing some kind of, I'm assuming, doing some kind, and I have no inside knowledge on this, um, some kind of machine learning to triangulate, hey, what kinds of requests do they clearly mean? Mm. Like, hey, they only ever listen to music on this one. So I'm guessing, even though it was pointed towards that one, they wanted to play on this one. And it's figuring that stuff out and confirming it. And I don't know, I'm really, it's, it is the right thing to do, and I'm grateful that it's happening. And it clearly is working. Like, we used to get annoyed all the time. We'd be in the kitchen, ask a speaker to play music, and it starts playing two rooms over. <laughs> And then you have to stop that one, but get this one to play, and it's so frustrating. Oh my god! And so they're, yeah, they're fixing I, I, it. I struggle that with uh, even on the Apple devices. A lot of times, I struggle with that. Like, uh, you know, there's problems with like, oh, the phone responds instead of the watch, or instead of the HomePod. Mm-hmm. Like, that. and that is, you frequently will just, you know, we'll be sitting there and we'll ask something to play, and then the the you know some other device will respond. And it's like, why? Why? in the world would you think that this is a question for you right like especially because it is a feature like lex is talking about where it's like very clearly contextually designed for i want to ask something you know like for a specific task that is better suited and i struggle with trying to understand why it can't figure that out contextually and occasionally i even get ones where like my wife and I will be able to trigger hey siri on each other's phones even though it technically is supposed to do like voice recognition, but I've definitely had it respond, uh, vice versa. So that's, mm. yeah, I don't know. It needs, needs more. Keep going. Okay. <sighs> I'm just seeing that as, as, as official as it is until it's done, I'm just seeing these headlines. Like, now, it's official. Now Lex sounds like me. He is buying it. <laughs> is it, is anyway. it official? Cause I saw a minute ago that it was contingent upon the trial being ended. Which, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get them to end the trial before. Right, there's something before that he the trial. Want them to say you can't. I'm not sure you can just say roll it back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like if he wants to end it because there's something he doesn't want to come out, then we should all. I think we should all sit back and get to see that come oh, out yeah. at this point. Sure, that's my feeling. That <laughs> mm-hmm. seems like public interest. Yeah. Well, you know what else is public interest, Dan? What's that, Lex? Coffee. Mm. Mm. Finally, this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Trade Coffee. Every day is precious, and we should all make the most of everyone. Your day shouldn't start with mediocre grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. And here's a fun thing. The last time we talked about Trade Coffee, Moltz wasn't on That's that episode. Right. And he texted <laughs> to be like, God damn it, I wanted to be on the Trade Coffee ad because I love it so much. So let me do some detail, and then we'll let Moltz do the color commentary. But Trade yeah. Coffee is a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Your trade experience can 
can be as simple or sophisticated as you want. You can quickly select from curated collections by roast, flavor profile, brewing method, and more. Their team of experts does all the work. They taste, te- they taste test hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. Or if you want something curated just for you, take a minute and complete Trade's coffee questionnaire. That's what I did. You'll be expertly matched with your perfect coffee, and a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. Maltz, describe how much you love your Trade coffee. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually. Yeah, so I did the same thing. <laughs> I did the little questionnaire, uh, which does not take very long, but they really nailed my taste profile i guess um and the first one that they sent me was a diamond dark roast which was delightful it had sort of a clean start and then like a nice dark bite at the end and then the second one i got is black velvet um which was more of a like a chocolatey dark throughout the whole taste and i really enjoy both of them so i I, um am (laughs) very pleased to have them as a sponsor and I will add that um, I also, I don't drink coffee, but my wife is a huge coffee drinker. So she has been drinking some coffee and she's been still drinking decaf. And she got a really good one. I think the one that she really loved, uh, the decaf Ethiopia Chelbessa, which she literally mm. unprompted turned to me the other day and said, this coffee is really good, by the way. <laughs> I was and like, all right, there you go. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I actually use it with a Keurig. And when you're ordering, you can tell it like how you typically make your coffee and they'll send it to you in the best way for your coffee making device, which is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can even check out our coffee collection, the Rebound Coffee Collection at drinktrade.com slash rebound, where you'll see the various flavors that Moltz and I and Dan's wife, Cat like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, if if what we ordered isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roaster flavor profile or take that coffee quiz. Like we said, they're the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. And you've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you will love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash rebound. That's drinktrade.com slash rebound for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for their support of this show. And uh, do you know that we offer a service to... um, people who want to pay us a little bit more each month or pay us anything each month for rebound prime where they can get bootleg episodes bonus episodes every week and the ability to submit questions we answer on this very podcast also Plus we send them bags of tea uh every yep. every month that's not true but there's a discord <laughs> and people people are submitting questions to us and we have i don't know i'm eyeballing it about eight questions from listeners to answer this week okay let her rip <laughs> js <laughs> J J Sorge J Sorge okay. J S Orge <laughs> says J S Orgy well, says Lex nailed, nailed it. <laughs> it's specifically addressed to me. Lex, do you do the New York Times spelling bee? Do you use the hints? Or are you all free form? I do the spelling bee every day. I used to not do hints. The spelling bee is like they give you a, a cluster of letters. You got to spell all the words that you can. One letter is required to be used in each word. Um, I used to never use the hints and would sometimes you know get genius and sometimes not. Uh, I got my wife a subscription to all the New York Times games um, for her birthday this year, or maybe for Hanukkah or something. And when she started doing it, she always used the hints if she needed to. So now I use them. So now it's the day is not over until I get genius. I don't like when Lauren gets Queen B, which is you found all the words, because I enjoy at the very end of the day we compare word lists and can find the words that we missed and then get Queen B simultaneously most of the mm-hmm. time. If she gets Queen B on her own, can't do that because I'm not going to just just be told the words I missed. That's not fun. Um, do either of you do the spelling bee? Nope. Nope. 
But Dan, you do the you do do the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. I do the crossword puzzle every day. Uh, I play, you know, despite the fact that they put Wordle in the crossword app, I still I just forget to do it some days. So I've, we do. I mainly do the crossword puzzle, and I'm still playing uh, not words, which I really enjoy. God, we do we do Wordle every day in the in the whole family, and everybody checks their scores. It's sweet. I uh, the difference between me and Dan though is Dan. There's only one, but Dan, um, yep, you know, is focused on his New York Times crossword. And I'm not saying he's wrong or that I'm right. Uh, it could be the exact opposite. But that Dan is focused on his New York Times crossword puzzle solving streak, which I believe he's written about. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 not as much as I used to be. I, I lost oh, it. And I, so, well, thanks. Uh, I, do, I used to do it, um, the Sunday puzzle with my wife every week, but we have been behind. So for several weeks, we would basically not end up doing that on sunday so my streak would start on monday every week um but we did i've picked it back up again and i I lost it at some point right after the kid was born i knew that was going to happen i was okay with it but you know it was also like a oh i'm so close to you know getting to a point where yeah i don't know it's sooner or later you just have to let it go i think is the other thing my deal is when i get to a dead end in a puzzle where there's a cross where i just don't know i i'll google it i used to google it where i would like tell you know not minus crossword so it wouldn't just go to the sites it's like here's the answer to this crossword puzzle clue and then i was like why am i doing that i just want the answer anyway so then i started doing that i'm like why am i even bothering i could just have the app tell me if i don't know and then then the app's like well this won't count towards your streak and it's going to be blue instead of yellow i'm like that's fine i don't know what goes in this square you can just tell me instead of me (laughs) guessing five vowels or whatever yeah i usually i will occasionally look up something if it's like i'm stuck on a cross and it's like these are two factual things i will never guess uh so you can put an asterisk next to my streak if you really want to <laughs> i do want to there you go. uh mahir this question is mostly for molts uh mahir says we've got dan's inconceivable and lex's friendly competition if john had his own game show on the incomparable <laughs> what would it be who would be his scorekeeper and how would john be introduced on the first episode i will note that in <laughs> the discord oh my God. mahir mahir said he hopes he doesn't set off another thing like when he asked who we would want to be haunted by <laughs> it's fine it's fine you do you so don't be shy molts but uh who's your scorekeeper what would the game be? I, uh, how would you be? Introduced? I guess we should say it, you are not required to pick one of us as your. Yeah, I was going to say. I think I'm right. going to pick James as my scorekeeper. How about that? Oh, well, Smart. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say fuck you, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think James would be good at good at it, and he probably he could make himself an app that would make it easy. I don't know. For sure. He, 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 I just want to warn you. He will eventually take over the show. He will. He will stage a coup. That's, that's and, also and take fine. over the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hasn't really worked commi- here. You've really committed to this. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, though. I don't know. I if she's what would it be? What would the game show be? Uh, oh, come on, John. It would be Star it, Trek trivia. Let's be. Let's be clear. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That there sounds good. Go. Let's I'm, do that. I'm <laughs> lobbing that one to you. <laughs> the warp core. Um, there you go. Right. That's right. We already. And have you'd be introduced as, ladies name. and gentlemen, John Moltz. Cap- Captain John. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Of the Starship. There you go. Boldly hosting where no host has hosted. Be host. Um, <laughs> Josh Muthamani. Uh, now this is fun because the question box yes. gave IDs I, as opposed to names. But if but you, you had to show Lex yeah. a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to convince oh, him to yeah. start watching all of them, which would you choose, Moltz and Dan? <laughs> I have a thought. I don't know. I'm curious to know, John. Did you did you have an idea for this? I I don't have a good idea. Um, I mean, I one of my favorites that I think might work is Winter Soldier, but um, I I don't know. Yeah, what, I what's think your I'm, idea? I'm going straight up. Uh, I'm going to try to appeal to Alexa. I think Ant Man. I think mm, Ant Man's a good. I love Ant Man. So See? this is this is this Nailed is the it. joy. Just, wow, I have okay. seen some. MCU you knew that movies. already. <laughs> I, I did really... not know that. <laughs> 
I've, I've seen as we've talked about on the show. In fact, I, and I, I don't <laughs> forgive don't me. I don't know if all the <laughs> I don't even know if Spider Man is from the Marvel universe. I don't know any of these things. But I've Depends seen many Spider Man <laughs> Marvel that helps. Well, I've no, seen no, many now they're all Marvel. <laughs> Uh, touche. Yeah. Yes, that is true. But yeah, Ant Man, I loved. I'll see anything that has Paul Rudd in it, pretty much. Um, there including you go. my so, dreams. I mean, I think you're, I, my guess was something that was funnier yeah, would appeal to Lex, yeah, the, yeah. the comedy That's one, right, yeah. and that was the the one that I could think of that does the best meshing of. Ooh, and I also and love um, Deadpool, probably for the same reason. Interesting. Okay, well, you'll have your chance to watch a Deadpool. Exactly. Movie yeah, Deadpool. So, so Deadpool is will be, <laughs> and and we'll have um, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> then. KG actually was my tip. KG, listener KG, was my tip for this story that I had missed completely. But he wanted to know what Dudley Moore line from the mil- the movie Arthur will get me booted from Amazon. And he sends this question. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, and then he provided the context. Yeah. Um, but the context being that an Apple executive, a, a very senior Apple executive, yeah. um, left his job at Apple after posting a TikTok video. Yeah. He did not he post quoted, it. He was interviewed oh, he he was on a TikTok. It. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's true. I see. Yeah. And, but and not identified on the TikTok, but, some, but people knew who he was yeah. and they got out so and yeah. he's quoting a lot he's actually misquoting a lot yeah, he's, he's, slightly he more butchered crass. it too that's the other thing i think yeah. that's why he was he you know he should be let go <laughs> yeah so anyway I, i've never seen arthur so i don't know what what, what line <laughs> the only, Lex would the use, only, i can only remember a few lines um <laughs> one of my favorites is you know he goes in there and like and it's an old old you know wood paneled like I don't know, sitting room or something like that. And there's a head of a moose on the wall. And he's like, where's the rest of this moose? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the other one is when he goes, uh, he's like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go take a bath. And John Gielgud, who is his um, butler, um, says, I'll alert the media. And then, and then I believe he says right after that, he says, uh, would you like me to come in and wash your dick for you, sir? <laughs> Well, that's the line I would go with. So right I think that. that's the that's definitely oh. the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you want to get fired, there yeah, you know how to do right. it. Now, now yeah. I know. Um, I uh, my favorite Dudley Moore movie is a movie I don't think would get made today, but it was the movie Crazy People. I just absolutely love that movie with uh, Daryl Hannah, and he I've is never an advertising seen executive. Yeah. He ends up in a mental institution, yeah. and I think you've talked. He about starts. This I think I did yeah. at least on maybe on the other maybe show. But the other he, show right? he starts using that staff, the, the or the the attendant, the 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 guests, the patients at the mental hospital to write ad campaigns for brands. And so, like New York, not as many people were murdered here last year as you think. And like oh, the, the, one the, with the ads all work. Volvo, and, we're boxy, but we're good, or something like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Man, I boxy love that but movie. safe. I think right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Um Mahir is back with another question. <laughs> He's do you drunk own with power. And use, do you own and use an antenna for your TV? The only times I use it are for something live on local channels, such as the Super Bowl or the Oscars. Can't beat the lack of lag and actually decent video quality. Mm-hmm. And he has a guess as to what Dan's answer is, I think. Um, and Dan said that his answer might be surprising on the Discord. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an antenna. I should probably get one, as I've talked about many times. I want to watch Eagles games. I live in central New Jersey. I can watch some games, and I could not watch other games because <laughs> if there's a New York game at the same time, they're going to skew to that one, and it's annoying. Um, wait, so I should wait, it's broadcast over the air, though? Football games, I, I could probably... I, well, that's the question. Could I get a Philadelphia broadcast where I am? I'm an hour yeah. and a half from Philadelphia. I'm an hour from New York City. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be tricky. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. I they you can get a lot more stations. I think in some cases than you used to because all the HD stations have like subdivided channels and stuff. But I also don't know what the range is like on that. When I was in college, 
you couldn't you could get basically one channel because a we were in western new york and they're like <laughs> it wasn't great but also we were in like a valley so we, like you could not really get good te- television reception i think we get one like fox affiliate from oh somewhere. cornell that... <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That is my college, yes. Yeah. Yes. There is not there, I mean, there's no local TV stations there and it was hard to get signals from other ones. Yeah. But I think that they're they're, you know, better options now. I will say, I don't I definitely did own an antenna. It may have either gotten tossed in the move because we didn't use it that much, or I packed it away somewhere, but it was the same sort of thing where it was like every once in a while there was a live event that was not streamed. And I wanted, you know, to watch it. Oftentimes it was something like the Oscars. Dan, do you have cable? I can't can't remember. No, I've never, I've never paid for cable TV. Wow. Okay. Basically in my life. Basically in your life. Okay. So (laughs) I I realized as we were I lived in an apartment for a couple of years where one of my roommates had it, but I don't think I was paying for it. It, because we had like separate TV setups in different. I did not get along with this roommate. We had separate TV <laughs> setups in different rooms. But yeah, I didn't. I don't think I contributed to the cable. Pro tip: Don't live with people you don't get along with. Oh um, yeah, unless you're married, in which case you're screwed. But so the, um, I, I realized as we were answering this question, this is a very Googleable thing for me. So I Google check antenna reception for TV channels. I landed up on the FCC's page for DTV reception maps, and. Um, all the New York channels are green, meaning strong signal, but I'm seeing that the Philadelphia channels are yellow, which is moderate. So now so I'm going to just... I know nothing about this, so uh, Mahir or anybody else who wants to tell me what antenna thing I should get, especially not knowing if it's going to work. <laughs> so good enough that it would work if it works, but not like a billion dollars. I'll, I'll open the and floor for suggestions. I will say I've tried a couple times in the past to use some of the services that provided, uh, like, basically tried to make end runs and had... There was one called uh, was it Ariel. Uh-huh. Um, I remember those. Yeah. And then there was one called Lowcast for a little while, which were both like trying to make like sort of loophole runs in terms of having broadcast stations that would then be streamed to an app. And I think they both, <laughs> they both got shut down. Uh, one of them was a big Ariel. Sorry, Ariel. It was a big, there was a big court case over it um, because it was arguing sort of that like these things are out there for free, right? Like the, right. the stuff is broadcast yeah. over the air. We're just installing antennas that are then being dedicated. Like we, Aereo was crazy because they had like dedicated antennas for each person streaming something at any given moment. With it, because that was their loophole. Was like we have an antenna; it's only being watched by one person. That person just happens to not be here. We're just funneling it over the internet. And I was like, well, it's clever, but I get, they got shut down. So not not clever enough, I guess. I'm looking at a device right now that's called Air TV. That's like a streamer that plugs into your TV that gets all the services, but also connects to the connected air TV antenna. Mm. And that seems like overkill. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, I do have one and I didn't basically use it for special events. Um, and then if not, and don't use it very much, uh, but it's nice to have because I don't yeah. like having cable because it's ridiculous. Do you have to wire antennas to the TV? Like, does it have to have a straight line connection or do like, do they, no, I'm serious. Like, do they, do they send it's a coax. now? It's a yeah, it's coax. coax so you can go through, I mean, you can go through something else, but, um, it, it, like you, you, you could go through a receiver, I guess, but, uh, so mine goes right into the TV. Well, you would put you, it, I think yours, the one, the one that I think the wire cutter actually recommends is one that is like, 
adhesive. So if you had at least like something on an exterior wall or a window or something, you could put it up there yeah. and then run a coax cable over the TV. And run it all the way through to the TV. God, that's going to be a fucking nightmare. All right. Well, we'll keep thinking there about that. There might be one. a way to do a sort of RF thing, but you would, I don't know how that would work. Right. And what, yeah. what signal degree do you blame <laughs> yeah. on? What? I was trying yeah. to figure out because the last time I, I used it, it's difficult where we are to get certain stations like you have to get the 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 the, it's it's like being you know back in the 60s like you know to get the uh, antennas pointed the the little thingies pointed in the right direction and turned to the right the right way and stuff like that someone has to stand there and and well i mean almost but yeah i mean when someone comes and stands next to it then the picture goes out things things like that and i was trying to think like i was trying to look at the old cable connections that we have you know like on the outside of the house and figure because it's right there you know it's on the wall like it's so it's connected to the outside of the house and i was like if i could put the aerial outside like on the wall like you know up higher get a better signal connect it to the cable connection on the outside of the house and have it run into the old cable connection on the inside of the house but it was too i could figure there are too many because we had you know we had cables several different times in this house, and and of course they come in and they don't remove the old cables; they just right. like split, yeah. splice in a new one. And so there are probably like eight different cables on the on the outside of the house. When I was a kid, um, we had uh, like literally one of those aerials in our attic. It wasn't even on the house, but it was in the attic. And I think I didn't know this for several years, and I realized we had it there. And like we, they just. My dad hadn't bothered hooking it up because we weren't going to run it through the house. So eventually, I think we did like run it down like sort of the back of the house and then just bring it in through like a window or something. Uh, and I don't think it, again, it wasn't really worth it. It didn't actually improve the signal that much. Uh, and it's kind of comical that we had to do that, uh, at all, but yeah, that was, it was a weird situation. Hmm. I'm really wondering how the hell I would do this, but I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. It could be done. Um, Josh is back. <laughs> Welcome back, Josh. Josh. With camera bumps getting Can't bigger. Can't believe he betrayed us. With camera bumps <laughs> getting bigger, how high do you think Apple will go before they decide to increase the width of the phone so that the camera bumps stop looking like ugly tumors, not saying they already aren't? I, when that question came in, I really struggled with what Josh means when he says not saying they already aren't. Like, he's not saying they aren't not camera ugly tumors. I don't know. But <laughs> I think he's saying they, they, he's not denying that they don't currently. Oh, boy. Well, yep. Yeah, you got the of, question. They... <laughs> They may currently look like tumors, according to him. Um, Or they may not. I think... So Google kind of tried this with some of their Pixel phones, right? They had like a bar, like across the back that had cameras in them. Um, I'm just trying to remember which ones. I think even the current ones might have that still. Yeah, the Pixel 6 Pro still has like a bar. But like Josh's point is, in theory, you could just make the phone as thick as the bump. And then... I think it's not a bump. No, I, I think that first of all, I will say I think that would be too heavy. This is honestly my theory because if they make it that thick, they're going to stick battery in it, and that's great for battery life. But I say the other day I picked up my dad's iPhone six to use something, and I was like, "Holy shit, this thing is so light!" Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, and, and every time I put my my fourteen Pro down on a like a desk or a dresser or something, it collapses. Just the thing. it makes like a funk sound that I'm like, wow, this is actually quite heavy. And I wonder, I was thinking this morning, like, geez, I wonder when we're going to get to a point where Apple needs to really invest into new battery technologies that can provide, like, you know, good battery life without being just heavy, just magical batteries. Up you mean? 
Well, I mean, you know, battery, battery, whoever cracks like improving battery technology is going to make That's very dangerous. Shit don't crack batteries. <laughs> yes, don't crack them. No, just the technology, please. It, it leaks out electricity everywhere. You don't want to do that. But I, I couldn't, like, this is how I would distinguish, and there's a reason I don't work for Apple, but this is how I would distinguish the Pro line, right? Because I would take a slightly heavier, slightly thicker phone that had how like much four heavier? day battery life. A pound? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you're wearing suspenders because some... your pants are going to fucking fall down. <laughs> you can just put a case on it, you know, a battery case on it. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it is... I don't think about it because I think it incrementally gets heavier every time. But, like, you know, thinking about the, the relative weights, just, like, looking back over, like, over time as it gets more and more... Uh, you know, the, the iPhone 14 Pro weighs 7.2 ounces. The iPhone 6 weighed 4.5. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. over the course of that time, that is a lot of weight. And it's a lot more capable device. I'm not going to argue that point. But, like, it's getting close to double the weight of, like, an iPhone 6. And that, to me, is, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot to be carrying around in a pocket all the time. I, I mean, the Pro I, is also an ounce heavier, more than an ounce heavier than the iPhone 14, too. So maybe it's all the stainless steel. Maybe they got to switch to titanium is what I'm saying. I, go back to they that might. iPhone 5C material. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plastic? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, Jay Sorge is back. <laughs> I I is that, is that just name. another... Is that Josh just using another name? <laughs> no. It's, I, mean, I, did, I did write to him on Discord, but he's not online right now to ask how he wants to be pronounced. And I told him all the ways I tried. Uh, but he wants to know how many slacks slash discords are you in? Do you ever have trouble keeping up with it all? And just mark whole servers <laughs> or workspaces is red. Yes. All of that. Yes. I leave some perma muted. Yep. Um, I don't know that I'm I've ever. Some... I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I scroll through th- things quickly a lot. That's for sure. Um, but let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. That's even more than me. I'm in eight, seven slacks. Eight slacks. And... I'm in eight slacks, but none of mine are not, you know, I mean, you, you have one of yours has like a hundred thousand people in it, right? right? Two, two of my slacks are work slacks. Yeah. yeah. One that's Amazon and gigantic one that's wondering and smaller. Um, but like I'm in the incomparable slack, I guess with Moltz and Dan. Um, and there are some channels in there that Thanks I leave noticing. muted. <laughs> uh, like oh, yeah. general in there is way too noisy and that's okay. I just leave general muted. And then every once in a while I vanity search to see if people mention me and I missed it. <laughs> and we never do. Uh, sorry. Uh, it's fine. no, I, I'm, I tend not to like one thing that I like about slack over discord is like, I just don't go into channels for the most part that I don't, like i don't mute channels if i don't care about them i just don't go into them which you can do but the discord doesn't really has a different model right it's like more like opt out so i'm in 10 slacks with varying degrees of activity in them and then i have i think six discords and i'm just in the one i'm just in the rebound discord i don't have any other discords yeah there's a six colors one there's a couple ones for like friends. I'm in the Relay FM one, but I'm only ever in there for the live chat channel during Clockwise because that server is fucking banana pants. I don't <laughs> know. It's it, it is has thousands of people in it, and it's like no, no that's too much. No, too much. I can't. So I go in there on the live to like you know when we're live broadcasting Clockwise, I will go in there to see the people who are listening live. And other than that, it is kept permanently muted because it is too much. I'm in that six colors discord and I have some channels muted there and I have others not muted that I think about muting, but I, I often enjoy the conversation 
And I actually, and this surprised me because I use Twitter and I use RSS, but I really like the posts channel in Six Colors that tells me what a new article has been posted in Six Colors. But there are times, like if I'm away traveling for work, I don't check Discord as often. I'll check like the rebound one because I feel an obligation to, but I don't check the Six Colors one as often. So yes, if I come back from like a week away, I'll just right click on that bad boy and mark is red because it's fine. I try to catch up after a break sometimes, but it really depends on how long. Yeah. If it's more than like a, like a day or two, then it, yeah, and just gonna just gonna skip through it fortunately the traffic's not so high (laughs) finally our friend until you all sign up and finally our friend jay torres asks with eSIM on the new iphones in the u.s in the host's esteemed opinion is it safe (laughs) slash okay to use sms for two-factor first of all we're not that esteemed um (laughs) second of all you shouldn't be using sms for two-factor i was gonna say don't use sms for two-factor eSIM is is irrelevant yeah that point yeah right because the way people hack sim most of the time i believe is social engineering so it yes, doesn't right. matter what the mechanism no. is it's can they tell somebody oh no assign that number to me yeah yeah so nobody you... nobody is nobody is stealing your sim card right like no one is physically <laughs> stealing your sim card so well uh, if they are I mean, they're doing they're doing it if wrong. they are you have bigger you, <laughs> you have, have a bigger, bigger problem. problems yeah exactly yeah. so I will say I I signed into a site recently where it this is one thing that it, I don't think has been well publicized but if you sign into services that allow you to use a hardware security key which in the past has been like a yubi key or something like that you plug into a port you can use the new pass keys feature in iOS 16 and macOS Ventura instead and your device basically counts as a hardware security key which I did not really realize until fairly recently so a couple services, I think Dropbox is one. So it's still used as a multi-factor system. So rather than, it's still like a password and then you verify, but rather than having a code that you have to get from your authenticator input in, it just has a passkey stored on the device that you can then use as your second factor of authentication. Um, so that was really convenient. And honestly, it's probably the most secure option if you can choose something. Um, but it is, it's a little confusing because I don't think everybody really understands that that's how that works yet. And Apple hasn't done a great job of explaining that because I think they're explaining, they're anticipating a future where everybody gets rid of passwords and replaces them with pass keys. Whereas right now they're often supplementary, uh, authentication things. I've, I've had some, like, <laughs> I have to use Stripe. That's how we <laughs> handle the payments we get for rebound prime. And it was like, Hey, you can use this new tech that Dan is talking about and it was a fucking nightmare and I had to go back to using my mm-hmm. authy two-factor code but that could also be because I was on a managed Mac that maybe doesn't embrace everything mm-hmm. yet so mm-hmm. we'll see mm-hmm. we'll see but Jay uh, listen if there's nothing else you can do then yeah use SMS because it's better than nothing but yes, sure. it is not it is not, it is not good <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same way the passwords are neither good nor bad right like passwords are fine but stealable hackable whatever so if you if you have no other option then yeah it's better than not having a second factor. But if you can use any other second factor, do that. This has been Security Corner with three bounds. This has been the second corner.
I just want to say, if we ever find a sponsor who does this for tea, I would definitely be in. Please, please hit us up if you know anybody who does uh, tea subscriptions. The ideal scenario is to wait like twelve seconds after the ad before you do it. Sure. Yeah. Oh no, I want John to do the work. I want John to do the work. I'm gonna. I'll just post this after. Just silence after the music. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, <laughs> I just hate what trade coffee could expand expand into tea too. That's even even bigger markets for it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm mm. saying. I would support it. 